El mundo enfrenta una pandemia. Encuentre respuestas y acceda a información veraz y confirmada en el especial de NTN24 sobre coronavirus COVID-19. Escuche los contenidos de NTN24 en su plataforma de podcast favorita. Welcome to the Power of Us, a podcast where Abel and Rosie lead us in nurturing, equipping, and empowering the relationships in our life through their experience and vulnerability. Welcome back to The Power of Us. I'm Abel. Hey, and I'm Rosie. I just want to start off by telling everybody, man, you guys have been such a great audience. Thank you so much for listening Seriously. every week. It's been it's been an amazing ride doing the this. The DMs that we get, the emails, the the feedback, the comments when we post the videos. It's yeah, been really definitely. great to see that this is working, babe. Right. That this this podcast thing of like doing life together with people we don't know is great. We're really doing life together and you guys just Keep giving us that feedback of of the subjects that you want and the ones that touch your life and everything that you guys do. We really want to give you the best of us and continue to do life together. Yeah, I mean, and you guys just keep sending testimonies of, of how it's working and it's helping your marriage, how you guys have had a talk and it's been able to fix a few things or you guys finally had that talk that you haven't had in seven years. Seriously. You know, that's, that's beautiful. So, yeah. I mean, just honestly, just thank you. Yes, we're going to keep doing this as long as relationships need help. And you know what? No matter if you've been married 50 years, we need help. Everyone needs help. Definitely. So. And the power of us is not just about the power of the couple. Right. It's about the power of the entire family. Exactly. And you know what, babe? I've gotten some DMs, several actually, about blended families. Wow. Okay. Usually one of the couples comes with a baby. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That was you and I. Yeah, exactly. I already had a family when mm-hmm. I came to you. I It was Casey and I. That was our family. And, and she loved it. And I loved it. But... When she met you, I mean, when you first met her, she was about two years old. Right. And she didn't know you. And there was no reason to know you because you and I weren't even friends. But when you and I started to become friends, she was probably about six. Right around there. And uh, I'm very honest with her. I am very open with my daughter about everything, about many things. I think it's very important. So when I started to like you, I told her. Yeah. And she was so upset. She really didn't like you. Yeah. I mean... You know, we could actually just stop right there really quick in that if you're if you're a single mom or a single dad and you do begin to date, there is a very high chance that your child might not like whoever you choose. It doesn't matter if you if you're a guy and you marry Dora, the explorer, <laughs> she's not gonna like them. You know, but you it, know what? You understood that from the get-go. See, because it's nothing personal. I, I was a yeah. single kid. My yeah. my mom was a single mom. And in your head, you always have this fantasy of one day your mom and your dad getting back together. Right. And that's exactly what Casey was going through. And I was honest, so she would see you come around and she was in that age of thinking, what's gonna happen? Her her daddy was single, mm-hmm. and now her mom was dating. She didn't know yet why her dad and I had broken up. Yeah. So a child thinks, well, mommy doesn't want to be back with daddy, so it's mommy's fault. And yeah. and it's this guy's fault that she just brought in. So there was times that she was just rude to you, mean to you. And I've always taught my daughter not to be disrespectful or rude to anyone. So that yeah. was I used that as a good lesson, but I never, ever made it as... Abel is better. Abel is more important. It was just a lesson in general. Yeah. You know, no le faltes el respeto to any adult. Yeah. 
So I was really careful for her to know that her and I were still teammates. Mm -hmm. To this day, I call Casey my first partner. And and I let her know that a boyfriend or even a husband is not necessarily taking her place. And that was very, very important. But even then, she didn't like the situation. She has a daddy. She has a great, great daddy. He's in her life um, every weekend or every other weekend, every day they text. So she didn't need a daddy. Right. And I loved how you expressed that to her. By the time you and I were getting engaged, I told her and she cried. She was she was honest enough to say, I don't want this. Um, I kind of knew that she wanted me to get back with her daddy, but she didn't say that. I yeah. just knew it. Right. And uh, it opened up a lot of conversations of, of, of why did you and daddy break up? And it, it really became an opportunity for her and I to grow closer. And um, I obviously talked to these things with Casey, asking her daddy for permission. It's very important. Don't just think that because you and your ex aren't a couple anymore that you could totally disregard them. Yeah. Um, Casey's dad and I, I have, uh, since we broke up and Casey was born, have had a great relationship in, in that we're very respectful of each other's position. Yeah. Um, he is still her daddy and he still deserves the right to know certain things. We have conversations. We discuss um, how we're going to co-parent together. So Abel coming into my life was a conversation that I had to have with her dad. Yeah. And how I was, was going to tell her and all these things. And I made her dad a part of the process. Mm. So if you are a single parent and now you are dating don't totally disregard your baby's parent because it can really help if everyone works together. Definitely. Yeah, I mean, because, I mean, you, you have to understand that that, that baby's going to go back to the other person right. and let them know, hey, there's this person coming around. Exactly. And if that pops off in, in the wrong moment or it's a surprise, then that's when that whole baby mama drama kind of yeah, thing happens, yeah, you yeah. know. So you can prevent it by just letting them, hey, no, it's, it's eventually going to lead to that. I just want you to know, I, I, even if you're just looking to date, you know, yeah. just let them know, hey, man, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to start dating again. Right. And, and then I just want to let you know that once I'm ready and I feel like I have a person that I really, really like and I want to make a part of my, my life, exactly. then you can present them to the kid. And you make those decisions together. And it's not about someone, because see, you have to transition from seeing that person as your ex. Yeah. There, there are exes that you're like, I never want to talk to again. I am glad they're out my life. Well, you know what? This one is yeah, not. Exactly. So don't see them the same. Right. They have a different value in your life. And it's not like, oh, he or she controls me. or No, I never saw Casey's dad like that. It was, we have to do the best for Case. So I'm going to talk to this person. No le voy a dar cuentas. He's not my boss, but I am going to let him know when I'm ready to start dating and ask him, when do we think it's okay for Casey to meet this person? And we had a six-month rule. I don't know if that's the best rule. I don't know. You do life as you think is best. These are very difficult situations, so I'm not saying that six months should be the rule. Like, that's when your baby should meet your partner. I don't know. Maybe it's a year, but... Uh, you should at least have that conversation with your part with your baby's parent yeah. so that it can be something that like you said is not surprises yeah, so for I mean, anybody i mean check it out i mean thankfully um casey's dad is very understanding yeah he's a pretty understanding logical guy mm-hmm. now maybe you're saying to yourself my ex 
is a pain in the butt. Mm. They're just trying to make my life hard. It doesn't matter what I say. So, I mean, like she said, no le tienes que dar cuentas. You don't have to tell him and ask him for permission or ask them for permission in any which way. You're simply le- advising them. This right. is what's going to happen. You right. know, I'm going to date. Right. And, and I'm going to eventually just probably find somebody to make my husband or my wife or whatever. Right. <clears throat> And then you you ask them, I mean, I don't know if they're going to listen, but you ask them, hey, you know, please refrain from speaking about my relationship definitely. in front of the child. Because see, speak, that's, that's the important speak thing. Speak to me about it. Yeah, you know? definitely. So, look, Abel wasn't the first guy I dated, um, but Casey's dad knew about them even before Casey did. And some of them, he really didn't like, you know, um, and he would let me know not Casey. And that is very, very important. So the same for you. If you are the mom and your baby's father is dating, don't tell your child, you know, um, I don't know if you have to communicate it to your baby's father, but maybe you don't. But just the, the rule I think would be is do not involve the children in these new relationships yeah. without doing it together. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, so um, Abel and I dated for about Three years mm-hmm. before we got married. And coincidentally, Casey's dad was getting married a month before. Right. So Casey's dad and I sat together at a restaurant and let Casey know that we were both engaged. Man, she cried. She cried like a baby. It was really tough. She tried to be so mature. She was about eight at this point, nine. And it was really, really hard on her. Um... But the fact that we were both, that all three of us were sitting together and we just let her vent, you have to allow your child to express themselves. And no matter what they say, you can't degrade them or belittle their feelings um, because their feelings are valid even if they're only nine years old. So then um, Abel and I got married July 4th and then uh, Casey obviously was there. Later on, she told me, she was just like, she smiled in every picture, but she was like, I was pretending, mom. Um, I didn't want you to get married to Abel. And uh, I told her, thank you for telling me now. Um, thank you for thinking of me. She, she, she was being, you know, my daughter, lovely. She is so lovely in that she didn't want to ruin my big day. Yeah. But I did tell her, baby, you never have to pretend in front of me. Like, I want you to be you 100%. Thank you for being f- polite and thank you for trying. But please don't ever pretend with mommy. I love you exactly where you are in that moment. Yeah. And I just kept, during the first year of the marriage, letting Casey know that she was my partner, that um, that Abel was going to be in our life now, but that didn't take away anything from her. And not only tell her, I showed her there was still mommy daughter dates there was still dates that i only spent time with casey and then there were other days that the three of us spent time together um and then we got pregnant and casey like cried out loud for about 30 minutes yeah that's i think that that's when things got hard yeah, it was it was really tough. It was your birthday, remember? Yeah, I it do. It was your birthday, and that was your surprise, um, letting you know that, that we had gotten pregnant, and everyone was so joyful, and Casey it took it really hard. I still, I, I want to cry as I think about it, because my baby's pain was so intense, yeah. and I didn't get it. She cried more about the baby being coming than the wedding, and I asked her, I said, Iha, like, 
you know, um, I didn't scold her. I didn't yell at her. Please don't do that. Because if you start doing that, when your child expresses their feelings, you're going to make them shut down and they're not going to express them to you anymore. So I, I calmly, you know, once she finally stopped crying and a few days later, I asked her, like, why was this harder? Like, I'm already married. And I never realized that to my baby, me having another baby meant this was it. I wasn't going to break up with you. And she had really thought or planned or prayed or hoped that both of the the, the marriages would fall apart yeah. and that her parents would get back together. Yeah. But now she didn't want to hurt her sibling. Mm. Get me? She didn't. So she even though she didn't know the baby, she didn't want to put another baby through a divorce. So wow. to her, that was it. That moment of me being pregnant with Sammy was like Abel's in my life forever. I mean, just to let you guys know, if you guys are in my shoes, on my side, I mean, obviously that sounds a little bit hurtful. And you're like, what the hell? What am I supposed to do here? But I mean, you just got to really understand that it's it's nothing against you. It's not that they hate you. It's yeah. that they love their other parents so much and that they, they want them to be together. They want them to be together. So honestly, we have to really take a really adult um, stance in this yeah. and thinking that hey you know what they're they're a kid I'm gonna try to put myself in their shoes yeah I'm not gonna stoop down to the same level and then say oh I don't like the kid I don't want right. them around yeah you never did that parent. you know yeah. you can't do that um you just have to love them through it and it's hard yeah it's hard to be the the one that that's taking kind of like shots here and there you know but it's like I, I, there's nothing I can do and you would take shots. Yeah. Yeah. But before we got married, you told Casey something that always stuck to my head mm. and that I really appreciated and loved. And it kind of confirmed, like, this is the right guy for me. Do you remember what you told her? Uh, sort of, but uh, go ahead. She said, um, no, she was, you and her were having this conversation. I think I wasn't even there, which made it pretty cool because you would sometimes take her to school or spend time with her alone. Um, you and her love shopping. So you guys spend a lot of time together that doesn't necessarily involve me. And in one of those times, you told her, look, Oh, Casey, you know what? I actually think I remember. We'll let you guys know right after this break. It's not summer without a family vacation. And what better place to go than the water park capital of the world? With over 200 water slides, roller coasters, mini golf, and go-karts, and tons of deals, Wisconsin Dells gives you nonstop action that won't hurt your wallet. So you can spend time together without overspending. And when you need a break from all the action, you can spend some time relaxing together amongst the gorgeous scenery Wisconsin Dells is famous for. Or visit a live show, interactive exhibits, and so much more. The best part? All of these activities are in one place, waiting for you to explore. Whatever activities you decide to enjoy, one of the best things about Wisconsin Dells is that you get to spend time together. In fact, the Dells has lodging options that can accommodate as many as 20 people, keeping even the biggest families close. Speaking of close, did we mention Wisconsin Dells is less than a gas tank away? It's all in one place and it's waiting for you. Plan your trip and take advantage of the many deals at wisdells.com. Hey guys, welcome back to The Power of Us. <laughs> I remember exactly what you're talking about. We were actually sitting in my car. Really? Uh, we were driving, and I, and I looked over to her, and I said, Hey, Case, I just, I just want you to know that um, I know I know that you don't need a dad. I know that you have a great dad. Yeah. And uh, I just want you to know that I'm going to be here to be your friend because you yeah. have an awesome dad, and you, don't, you don't really don't need that. So I don't want you to think I'm going to take his spot yeah. or anything like that. You don't have to call me dad or anything like that. Right. I just want to be here to be your friend. And in my head, I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm going to be her parental guidance. Right. You know, I'm yeah. going to be a father figure. I don't need to take the place by force of right. I'm your dad. You, I'm, you could call me 
Daddy Abel or something like right. that. Because that, that, wasn't, that wasn't necessary well, to me. Well, nothing is good forced. If exactly. she eventually called you stepdad, yeah, exactly. that'd be really cool. And that's exactly what I told her. You don't have to call him anything but Abel. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it, it is what it is. And we can't hide that from a kid or force her to love you. Yeah. Te la tenías que ganar. And definitely. you really tried. Yeah. And I mean, it wasn't the easiest. And, and, and it definitely, there's, there were better days than others. Yeah, there were some tough days. And it's just, it's just what happens. It, it happens. If you have a baby out of, out of wedlock or, or, or you get a divorce and you have a baby, that's something that you're going to have to go through. It, it's not necessarily, quote, unquote, a consequence, but that's, that's something that, that everybody right. goes through. Yeah. That it's going to be harder on the next marriage. And I think sometimes there's these kids that are just awesome and they're just they're hungry for love from a parent because their, right. parent, their other parent isn't there. If so, then that's amazing too. Yeah. But 99% of the time, you have two pretty good parents that I just mean, didn't work out. Regu- okay, non-blended families, one of the biggest arguments they have are it's either like sex, money, or kids. Yeah. That's if it's they're both like biological children. Yeah. A blended family, I think, has the added pressure of having more fights about the kid because some of the arguments you and I had were about Casey. Yeah. You know, and, and okay, so sometimes Casey was disrespectful to you when I wasn't around. And of course, I didn't know. So you would tell me and I would have to scold her and because... I wouldn't allow you to scold her. Yeah, so it that, was, put, that put a lot of pressure on both of us because right. you had to, hours later, you had to get on get on Casey's case mm-hmm. because of this. Right, and the best parenting is done immediately. So you, you're put mm-hmm. in this like weird spot in the middle, you right. know, of like, damn, what do I do? Who am I, who am I trying to help or, or how am I going to do this right? And I wasn't there. Yeah. So I had to learn to ask her for her side of the story too. Mm. So if you're a parent, don't just assume and, and maybe... You know, obviously the adult usually has the more logical. I know they do. But don't, for a child, don't just assume like, oh, Abel's right. And Abel's side of the story was 100% correct. Yeah. I would. I learned to go to Casey and be like, baby, what happened today? What happened on the way to school? Was there an argument? Were you upset? And she would eventually open up like that more. Yeah. But that was learned because sometimes I would come and be like, Abel said... And one, it, it started off the conversation wrong. And yeah. two, she started to resent you. To be like, yeah. why is he telling on me? Yeah, why can't it just be between us? That's not what I wanted. Right. You know? uh, like, I, 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 what I wanted is I don't want this to happen anymore right. so that we can have a better relationship. Not I want you to go and tell her something. That way right. our relationship and we can drift further away. Because that's not what you want. Yeah, exactly. You want to be closer to your spouse's children. So it's know? just it's this really it's this really like seesaw balance of trying to figure it out and how to do it right. Right. You know? And and you and I and I didn't know how to do this because I am a lion for my baby. I am a lioness for all my kids. No one not not no one but yes, other people should discipline them. It is a community um, that makes a child and not only you. So I was open to you teaching her, you being that that extra father figure, that bonus parent. But I didn't know how. Like I could never imagine you spanking Casey. Right. Although I would like put her on timeout and sometimes I'd, I'd spank her on her booty. But I would never let you. And her dad and I had talked about this. And we yeah. and and we stand to this day. No one else or your partner cannot spank our baby. So if it came down to spanking, it could only be me, um, which it already adds because then the child knows, like, ah, you can't spank me. So there has to be a way that you could discipline her that didn't involve any spanking or any yelling. Because if you yelled at her, which you never have, but I would be super duper defensive. Right. So you knew that, and and it was. 
going back and forth and it was really, really difficult. But I think what we learned is you don't give up and you just continue to show everyone in the this relationship that they are important, that they are valuable and that we need each other. And I think with time, Casey learned yeah. that she couldn't make us fight. And, and I told her, you know, like, baby, I, I love you and he loves you, but you, we are not going to fight over you because yeah. I didn't want her to feel that she could cause a division between us. Yeah. So sometimes we would fight, but yeah. I would really try to not let her see it. That's actually such a great point because sometimes either, honestly, kids probably do it consciously or not, yeah. but they, they try to make the parents fight mm -hmm. in order for them to break up or whatnot. So yeah. it's just, it's hard. It's, it's going to take a lot of mending and a lot of just time invested. And it's going to, it's going to be years to be honest with you. Casey and I didn't ha start having uh, a much better, closer relationship until geez, I think what, 2014, 13, 14. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah once something clicked where Casey just started maturing, she started yeah. becoming a teenager and stopped being an, an adolescent. And she started to appreciate me more, and I could feel it. And you know what? I, I noticed that at school, she started hearing about horrible stepdads. Mm. And I wouldn't say anything. And I, I, I mean, I wouldn't um, mention, oh, at least you don't, I mean, at least he doesn't beat you or stuff like that. She just kind of started seeing that her friends mm. really, really hated their stepdad. And she'd be like, mine isn't like that. Yeah. Like, mine makes me laugh, and mine goes shopping with me. And he, like, I allowed you guys to have space without me so that you guys could share things in common. And then sometimes you guys would kind of, quote-unquote, gang up on me, joking about me, about uh, how my quirky things or silly things. And I would allow you guys to because that was a bonding moment. So bonding moments were provoked yeah. in the sense that it's okay, make fun of mommy. I'm going to allow them to happen so that you guys can bond. Mm. So it's purposeful. It is time spent together purposefully to allow the the bonus parent to bond with the child and then all three of us together. Um, and so there are some things that you should definitely do, and that is um, make time to spend time with your child alone still, if you are the biological parent, spend dates just with your child. That's good. Second, ask your child for the facts also. Yes, the parent, the, your, your spouse may be 100% correct, but asking the child to tell his or her side of the story is very, very big. Right. Um, don't allow your child to see you fighting about the child mm. so that the child doesn't feel that they have the power to make you guys fight. Um, do not speak ill about either your partner or your child's partner or your child's parent in front of the child. Yeah. Um, any, any advice you have? Yeah, definitely. Um, I remember one thing in particular was that, um, if I could change something in, in my approach with Casey was that I gave her too much space. Uh -huh. Um, I remember there was, there was a time uh, like about a year, year and a half where, um, I'd, I'd say hi, Casey, and stuff like that, but that, that was pretty much it. I never mm. got involved and never really, never really talked to her because she wanted her space, and she, yeah. she made it obvious. But I, I think I kind of just stopped trying to the point where I remember there was a few times where we'd barely talk a anymore, and mm. we'd just be in separate rooms. And we weren't fighting or anything this like that. This is when we were living at Chase's house? 
Yeah. 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 We'd just be in separate rooms and, and she wouldn't come talk to me. Feel free to talk to me like she does now. And nor would I go and just bug her and ask her how she's doing or if she needs help with something. It was just, we're just there, you know? And yeah. so I think I, I could have put in more effort there. So, I mean, don't ever stop trying. Uh, exactly. Space is good, but you you have to always keep trying. And if if the baby is, is a jerk to you, then just push through it and understand them. Try to put yourself in their shoes. Don't right. take it personal. Exactly. It's exactly the best thing that I can give you, man. If it's going hard right now with um, your spouse's daughter or son, it don't take it personal exactly. because it's not about you. It's about them and an idea that they had right. that their parents were going to get back together. So never take anything personal. It's never about you, even yeah. if they say so. It's always just something deeper than that. And keep pushing through. Because one day they're going to appreciate you. One day they're going to figure this out. One day they're going to understand, hey, you know what? Mom and dad would have never worked out probably. Yeah. And and I'm happy that my mom is happy or yeah. I'm happy that my dad is happy. Yeah. And then maybe and you And she could, is. Yeah, Casey, you, Casey sees that her dad and I probably wouldn't work out. And you can definitely do your best to fill in voids that they don't already have. Let's yeah. say let's say her dad um, lo- or her mom loves cooking with her. Don't yeah. don't try to make cooking with them a thing. Ah, that's good. It's, it's never gonna happen. Choose another bro. activity. Choose something is what you're else. Saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like you and shopping. Yeah, Casey and I can talk about fashion. Music. We can talk about music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And those are two things where her dad doesn't really play that huge role in. Mm-hmm. You know, um, try to find something that you guys can bond about that this other parent or neither even her parent that you're married to can bond about. And also allow your partner to co-parent. Mm. You know because. He here is this person that wakes up with them when they're sick at night is there that drops him off at school that yeah. does every single thing a parent would do. I mean, they're supporting your child, but you won't allow them to discipline your child. And that's not only unfair and incorrect to your spouse, but the child also, because the child isn't going to know to respect all elders. Maybe it's not spanking. Maybe you set up rules like you are never allowed to yell. You are never allowed to spank. But you are just please put them in timeout. Yeah, definitely. And I'm 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 totally, totally on board with that not spanking thing. It's kind of hard when it's not your kid and you're, and you're spanking or you're physically um, disciplining somebody to know where to draw the line. Mm-hmm. You know, I think because you're not as emotionally attached mm-hmm. as far as because they, they came out of you or whatnot. I would never want anybody to ever draw the line on Sammy. Let's say yeah. if something were to happen, God forbid. But you know. Um, so I, I definitely agree with you on the whole spanking thing. Yeah. I, I do think that the the I do think they should know what discipline comes from the other parent involved. You know, I do think that they should know that that he's never gonna tell me nothing, so I can get away with anything until mom gets home. Type right. of thing. Right. Yeah. That, yeah. That shouldn't no. happen. Exactly. So yeah, uh, that's definitely a few things that we can give you guys. It, it's a hard one. You yeah, know, this the whole is. blended family thing. Yep. It's a very touchy subject. And it's it, so it, common. Yep. A lot of people are, are breaking up or come into a relationship with a child. Blended families are probably more common than non-blended families. Wow. So we really have to discuss these issues. And like you said, not stop trying, not give up. Eventually, even if the child is in their 30s, we'll yeah. look back and say, thank God for that person that took me in as a child when yeah. I wasn't. They will do that. So don't give up. You keep giving love. You keep sowing love. If you love your partner, you must love their child you must and if you dis just dis hate your your spouse's ex do not do not take it out on the child 
it is not fair and it is not right. And I know some people do that, do. maybe subconsciously, yeah. but they because they hate their the ex, they're going to take it out on the child and that is not correct. I just want you guys to know that Abel and I worked on this together and we involved Casey's father and then we involved Casey's stepmom. And it's something that I never, ever imagined is Casey's biggest dream other than having a quinceañera, she had the ceremony, was to have her blended family live under one roof. That was my baby's dream. Both of them. Both of them. So for her quince, we're going to Europe and we rented Airbnbs where we have two mommies, two daddies, siblings, grandparents. Like she is going, that is her dream. Yeah. And, and we want to give that to her. And I have to commend her her dad, her stepmom, and you, babe, so much because the four of us did the, did this together. Yeah. The respect, the mutual respect, the accepting, the loving, the supporting, the never talking about each other's back has come to a point where our daughter has two dads and two moms and that just takes nothing away from me or her dad yeah. and that she feels blessed yeah. to have two bonus people that love her and that now she has she has grown up and I'm not sure she probably still has that wish of wanting her parents together but my biggest fear was I failed my daughter I was mm. pregnant and single and I knew her daddy wasn't coming back and I felt like I failed yeah. I, I just felt like she came into a broken life because of me, you know, or because of him, whatever. But here we are 15 years later and I can look back and say, we didn't fail. Wow. We really didn't. We, we gave her the best that we could with what we were dealt with. So please parent biological parent and new bonus parent, don't give up. It's not that you failed. It's not going to be perfect, but keep trying to, to give your child the best with the hand you were dealt and you never know maybe one day you guys can just have dinner together all four of you and yeah. your child and that can be your child's biggest dream blended families are hard but they're not impossible everything can work out there's no right way to do it right. you just got to figure out what's right for you and your family yes we are the power of us thank you guys for joining us again see you later see ya Hola, my name is Enrique Santos, presentador de Tu Mañana y On The Move. Quiero invitarte a escuchar mi nuevo podcast, Hola, My Name Is, donde hablo con artistas, líderes de nuestra comunidad y personas como tú. Mi meta es que juntos conozcamos más sobre los triunfos y las derrotas de mis invitados y que a través de sus historias nos empoderen y nos motiven a superarnos. Lanzamos el show con Jay Balvin. He's awesome. Un artista colombiano que ha revolucionado la música latina y que sigue superando récords mundiales. Él nos cuenta abiertamente sobre sus inicios, el secreto de su éxito y los aprendizajes que lo ayudan a preservar su autenticidad. A partir de este martes, 7 de abril, podrás acompañarme todas las semanas a conocer más a fondo a un invitado especial. Puedes encontrar mi podcast en la aplicación digital de iHeartRadio, la descargas gratis o en donde prefieras escuchar tus podcasts. Hola, my name is The Podcast a partir de este 7 de abril.